you want to start us off this week? Okay. So my brain is dead. Um, in terms of what I've done since we've last recorded, uh, I worked. <laughs> I've done school. It's been chaotic. Um, yeah, I've not really done anything. Watch Jack. Help mom watch Jack, which that gives me my search. What she likes to do is he likes to, is after Sydney leaves, she'll go, where's Hallie? And he'll run straight to my room because I'll still be in bed. And he'll get all excited. He'll go like this. He'll get like all excited. And then mom will put him on the bed and he'll like choke me out. He'll lay down right on top of me and his arms go around my neck and he'll just like choke me out. And he goes, hi so yeah uh but yeah last week was not chaotic at all this week is very this week is very chaotic i've got wednesday we're gonna run errands thursday we're going back to nashville for another hip appointment so yeah, I'm gonna be in a mental. Will you bring me back some Shake Shack. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm sure it would travel well. <laughs> It'd be gone by the time it come home. Uh, but yeah, what have you done this week? Um, nothing. I mean, I worked. I watched. I procrastinated watching it, but I finally watched uh, the last episodes of Nancy Drew. And cried. <laughs> um, I always cry at the end of shows. Um, I watched. I watched it at like. I turned the first episode on at like ten thirty at night. So by the time I finished both of them, it was past midnight. Um, and so like the later it gets, the more emotional I get. <laughs> so I was very emotional at the end. I think they did a phenomenal job with it. Um, I think one more season, it would have gotten too weird, dumb, and weird, and. I think they they ended it at the right time. As much as I hate to see the show go off and would theoretically love more seasons, I know that, like, you know, if they pushed it further, it wouldn't be any good. Um, it ended the way I wanted it to, so I was very happy about that. Um, we got our, like, significant goodbyes to each of the characters, which was really nice. Um, and then them walking outside the baseline, Claw and Nancy being the last one out. It was really sad. I, I, like, really wanted... I, I was really crying pretty hard because I, I just get so emotional when shows that I love go off. Um, I do have to be pretty attached, though. I will say I cry mm-hmm. every single time I finish Gilmore Girls. I cry every single time I finish Friends. I cry every single time I finish Teen Wolf and The Bold Type. And I'm sure I'll... I know I'll be rewatching Dancy Drew again, and I will cry again um if it's a show I really like I always cry no matter how many times I watch it I always cry there's certain moments Jane the Virgin is another one I always cry and there's certain moments of Jane the Virgin that always get me when spoiler alert when Michael dies and Jane's like screaming gets me every time every single time it's emotional um but I watched Nancy Drew I still need to watch the last two episodes of summer I turned pretty still haven't done that um, I've seen all the TikToks, so I feel like I've watched it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm very interested in seeing the scene that everyone was talking about with Jeremiah and Billy. His hand placement. You're like, okay, Jeremiah. That's something straight out of book talk. Thank you. Thank you, sir. He's got like, it's like right here. Oh. And you're just like, you've been watching book talk, haven't you? Um, so that's nice. Uh, we'll see. I've been working. My best friend and I went out to eat. And we went to Dairy Barn. Ooh, we watched a, we watched a Jonas Brothers concert. We did. So, after last week's episode, Hallie and I went downstairs to my little, like, movie room and watched the 2007, I believe, 2007, 2008, Mm -hmm. Jonas Brothers Burning Up Tour concert DVD. Times have most certainly changed. That is the smallest stage setup I've ever seen. And I was watching a clip of the Hannah Montana Best of Both Worlds tour. It is also a very small stage setup. And I went to that tour. But in my mind, I remember that stage being huge. But you watch the DVD and you're like, that stage is so small. Which I guess, like, at the time, it was a huge stage. Yeah. But nowadays, stage setups are so big. Mm-hmm. that, like, it just made it look and so I have, small. I have finally made it to Jonas Brothers TikTok on, on the tour, Hurrah. for the tour. I finally made I just liked a couple of videos, and all of a sudden I was on that side. So I was like, yes. Well, and really all, all you have to do to to get on a certain side of TikTok is just search something. Mm-hmm. And then that's all over your For You page. Because I have now been getting a lot of Heartstopper content. I've been getting a lot of Jonas Brothers content. And then there's like this beef. I don't know if anybody's seen it. There's this guy named Tommy and this girl named Julia. And they're having a TikTok war. And I am somehow on this side of things. (laughs) And I'm just like, because they used to go out. And I guess she's claiming that he cheated on her and all this stuff. And he's like, "I I could show some receipts. And he's like pulling stuff up. And I'm just like. I don't know who these people are, but I'm really invested in their lives right now. Um, so that's happening. Um, I'm also on Gilmore Girls TikTok, which, you know, as it should be. Also, a lot of Hunger Games content lately because of the new movie. And I guess because I've been talking about it. So I'm on TikTok f- knows. Uh, fourth Wing. My phone does listen to me. Oh, I have been getting Fourth Wing because I did look mm-hmm. up Fourth Wing fan art. Mm-hmm. And so now it's all over. And some of the scenarios that people are doing are pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Um, there's this one girl I used to watch all the time, and I haven't seen her in forever. And when I searched Fourth Wing, she showed up on my For You page. And I was like, I still follow her. Like, where has she been? The algorithm with TikTok is crazy. Um, but she was doing a skit, and it was pretty funny. It was like, how I think I said it to you, how different characters would react at a dance club. You probably sent it to me. I probably not looked at it. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, fourth wing content, a lot of fourth wing content. A lot of, a lot of red, white, and royal blue content too. That too. See, and my Pinterest has also suffered this effect as well. My Pinterest is all Bridgerton (laughs) because I was searching Bridgerton fan art and like, I need to watch pictures. I need to watch red, white, and royal, royal royal blue. My gosh. I want to watch it, but I want to read the book first because I've heard the, the show didn't really. It's a movie movie but the movie didn't really like 
I don't care. I just want to watch it. It looks really funny. It didn't really conquer what the book had in store, so. It looks really funny. I'm interested. I've, there's been some people on my page, too, about, like, some people are, like, there's been some people raving about um, Heartstopper Season 2, and I thought it was good. I liked it, and, like, some people are, like, really upset about it, and I'm like, okay, um, I liked it. Can Ooh, we? um. Another one, sorry, uh, I also got to fangirl this week because Disney dropped the first two episodes of Ahsoka early I need to watch that. On Mom Tuesday. started watching it. It is so good. Listen, if y'all don't know, I have been an Ahsoka ride or die fan since day one. Um, I can attest to this. Hallie's always been an Ahsoka fan. Since the Clone Wars. I know nothing about Star Wars, but I know that. I've been there since the Clone Wars, so... When I found out that this show got... Listen. Don't you have an Ahsoka lounge fly? No. Or ears or something? I have Ahsoka ears. That's I have is. an Ahsoka t-shirt. <laughs> um, okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie. And Carmen. And today, we are going to be doing... Well... <laughs> Um, anyways, today we are going to be doing our August wrap-up. Woohoo. We never did settle how we're going to do this. <laughs> um, no. Uh, I have in my notes, I have August slipped away into a moment in time. <laughs> you were never mine. Yeah. Um, did you... you... S- I've been keeping up with the surprise songs at for mexico city mm. and she played cornelia street mm. and you're on your own kid see I've combined been seeing, <laughs> i've been seeing a bunch of sabrina content and i freaking love it because she sang because i like the boy yep i love her um if you want i can go first because i have three of my books are in uh, the bridgerton yep so i can give those all in one fell swoop yeah let me just get to these well, do you want to say our currently readings? Book description. Sure, you go first. <laughs> so, my currently reading is Twisted Love by Anna Huang. We're diving away from fantasy for a little bit. And I like to g- ground myself <laughs> with, like, a modern or a contemporary, with, like, a modern book. And so, why not do Twisted Love? It's popular on Book Talk. Yeah, so, I've got it on my shelf. I need to read it. Who knows? We'll see if I like it or not. Uh, what are you re- currently reading? My current read is House of Roots and Ruin by Erin A. Craig. Spooky, spooky. Yes. Um, it, I mean, I've just, I literally just started it. It's taken me a minute because it's been so long since I've read House of Salt and Sorrows. Yeah. That it's taken me a minute to, like, remember, because she's mentioning her sisters, and I'm trying to remember which ones were the ones, like, what each sister is associated with. Mm-hmm. And, like, Camille was the oldest one, right? Wasn't she the one that was, like, really kind of hateful to Annalie? Was, like, really, like, a stickler for the rules? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. So, see, that, like, that's the kind of stuff that's, like, taking me a minute. She did mention Annalie, and Annalie has kids! <gasps> oh, yay! Which makes me so happy. Um, so... Now, this one is about Verity. Verity. 
<laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and she sees ghosts, which, you know. I have PTSD with that name. <laughs> okay, Hallie and I saw something this week on TikTok. Guys, if you own Verity, if you've read it, go look at your cover. The cover is the little girl wrapped up in the fishing net. How traumatizing is that? I know. <laughs> oh, Did you gosh. tell Emily about that? I sent it to her. Did she say anything? Mm-mm. Um, You sent that to me yeah. and I was like, ah, uh, no. Yeah, it's... Yikes. Um, but this one, it's taking me a minute just to kind of like remember everything that went down. Um, It is trying to give me like some sort of a recall. So I'm trying just to stick with it and figure it out. Eventually I'll get there. Um, It'll be fun. Once I get enough into it, I'll be okay. Plus, it's its own story. It's not like a direct sequel. So yeah, it's like a it it's much. like a, it's a spin-off. spinoff sequel. Yeah, because it takes place after House of Salt and Sorrows. Yeah, so I'm trying just to see it as such and not worry too hard about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, are you gonna give the synopsis for Fourth Wing whenever you do yours? Yep. And the trigger warnings. Okay. <laughs> I gotta find it. Just Google trigger warnings, fourth wing. I will. I'm sure there's plenty. Um, Okay, I'll start with the Bridgertons. Okay. So, the first three books that I read this month um, were the second, third, and fourth book in the Bridgerton series by Julia Quinn. So, the first one was The Viscount Who Loved Me, and this is Anthony's story. Um, For this one, I do want to give trigger warnings for PTSD death from anaphylaxis recounted and death of a parent discussed um so the synopsis of this book this time the gossip columnists have it wrong london's most elusive bachelor anthony bridgerton hasn't just decided to marry he's even chosen a wife the only obstacle is his intended older sister kate sheffield the most meddlesome woman ever to grace a London ballroom. The spirited schemer is driving Anthony mad with her determination to stop the betrothal. But when he closes his eyes at night, Kate's the woman haunting his increasingly erotic dreams. <laughs> wah, wah. Um, contrary to popular belief, Kate is quite sure that reformed rakes do not make the best husbands, and Anthony Bridgerton is the most wicked rogue of them all. Kate's determined to protect her sister, but she fears her own heart is vulnerable. And when Anthony's lips touch hers, she's suddenly afraid she might not be able to resist the reprehensible rake herself. So, like I said, this was Anthony's story. God love him. Um, This one I had a bit of a controversial outlook on. I think the show did it better. Um, usually this happens with me if I watch the show first, but with the first book, I liked the book better. Um, but with the second one, I liked the show better. I think the slow burn was a lot better and they changed some things. It made it more intense and more like, if they don't get together, I'm going to jump off a bridge kind of feeling. And I feel like they rushed it a little bit in the book, which was the opposite effect of the first book. I felt like the show rushed it in the first season. And the book did not. So they kind of had the opposite effect. Um, I gave the book a four. Uh, writing a five. 
characters a four, plot a four, and spice a three. Um, they did change quite a lot for the show. I liked it overall. I think they had a decent slow burn. Um, but like I said, I feel like things were rushed too quickly. Um, also some of the, my favorite parts from the season weren't in the show. So that might be a little bit, what's that? So, um, moving on to the next one is an offer from a gentleman. And this is Benedict's story. My favorite so far. I freaking love Benedict. Um, so this one trigger warnings for PTSD again. Um, this is giving me the same trigger warnings as the second one. Okay. Death of a parent discussed. Um, PTSD. One of the characters was treated badly as a child. It almost has like a Cinderella syndrome to the book, which is really nice. Um, so keeping that in mind. Um, Sophie Beckett never dreamed she'd be able to sneak into Lady Bridgerton's famed masquerade ball or that Prince Charming would be waiting there for her. Though the daughter of an earl, Sophie has been relegated to the role of servant by her disdainful stepmother, but now spinning in the strong arms of the debonair and devastatingly handsome Benedict Bridgerton, she feels like royalty. Alas, she knows all enchantments must end when the clock strikes midnight. Ever since that magical night, a radiant vision in silver has blinded Benedict to the attractions of any other. Except, perhaps, perhaps the alluring and oddly familiar beauty dressed in housemaid's garb from whom he feels compelled to rescue from a most disagreeable situation. He has sworn to find and wed his mystery miss, but this breathtaking maid makes him wake with wanting her. Yet, if he offers her his heart, will Benedict sacrifice his only chance for a fairy to love? So, the interesting thing about this story was that he meets Sophie at the ball. He doesn't know it's Sophie. Sophie knows who he is. Well, three years later, he meets this housemaid, and it's Sophie. So she knows it's him, but he doesn't know it's her. So it's like the the crazy, like, it really has the vibes of a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. Like, she knows it's him, but he doesn't know it's her, and you're just trying to, like, bruh. Because then he keeps saying, like, he doesn't want to fall in love with her because he's holding out for that mystery woman. And you're just, like, screaming at the book, Benedict, it's her. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I really liked this one. This one was my favorite so far of the books. Um, I love Benedict. He's my favorite character. Needs to be protected at all costs. I love him. He's precious. Um, book of five, writing of five, characters of five, plot of five, spice of three. Um... I think it was the appropriate amount of slow burn, crazy tension. There was plenty of like action sequences, which was really cool. And you got to see a new side of Bridget or Benedict, which was really nice. So I'm really excited for his season to finally, to finally happen. Come on people. Um, and last but not least of my Bridgerton recaps was romancing Mr. Bridgerton. Um, and this is Penelope and Colin's story. So, trigger warnings for blackmail and body shaming. Um, <laughs> swell, you know, <laughs> just love, love that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Penelope Featherington has secretly adored her best friend's brother for, well, it feels like forever. 
After half a lifetime of watching Colin Bridgerton from afar, she thinks she knows everything about him until she stumbles across his deepest secret, and fears she doesn't know him at all. Colin Bridgerton is tired of being thought of as nothing but an empty-headed charmer, tired of the notorious gossip columnist Lady Whistledown who can't seem to publish an edition without mentioning him. Hmm, wonder why. But when Colin returns to London from a trip abroad, he discovers nothing in his life is quite the same, especially Penelope Featherington. The girl who has always simply been there is suddenly the girl haunting his dreams. When he discovers that Penelope has secrets of her own, this elusive bachelor must decide if she is biggest threat or his promise of a happy ending. So, I really enjoyed it. It made me really excited for season three. Um, I think that it kind of had the same situation as book two as far as, like, I wish they would have drug it out a little bit. So, I'm hoping the show will do that. Um, I gave the book a four, writing a five, characters a four, plot a five, spice a three. Um, honestly, I was just, like, I really wanted her, because it... The third book ended the same way that season two ended with them, as far as, like, she overhears him saying, I could never in my wildest dreams dream of marrying Penelope Featherington. Like, that's basically what he says. And in the show, she runs off. Well, in the book, she confronts him and says, like, I never asked you to marry me and all this stuff. But I was waiting. I wanted her to snub him. Like, I wanted him to be, like, you know, groveling for her forgiveness. Um, so, I'm hoping the show does that. Because I wanted it to be drug out, like, her, like, him pining for her for once. And her just, like, snubbing him, dancing with other men, living her life. Apparently, there's quite a bit of a theory going around that in the show, they think that Fife has a thing for her. And I didn't realize that was a show thing until I read the book. Because I was like, where is Fife? So, apparently, it's a show theory. Um, so, hoping that maybe she'll, like, dance with Fife and he can be Mr. Jelly in the corner. Because he needs it. He deserves it. Suffering succotash. Um, also, there was a couple moments in the book that I was like, you know, Colin might not be the best man. <laughs> there was a couple moments where I was like, that's, that's a red flag, sir. <laughs> that is one big red flag. The fact that he never gets angry, but when he does, she gets scared of him. I was just like, I don't feel like you should ever be scared of the person. <laughs> like, that's a little nerve-wracking. Um, so, I thought it was good. I'm hoping the show does what it did with season two and, like, draws it out just a little bit. Overall, I love the plot. I just, yeah, I just need it to be a little bit more slow burn. It all happened too quickly. So, Hallie, <laughs> what is your... <laughs> first review and i've given my long-winded okay so my first one is the one the only the infamously popular fourth wing by rebecca yaros (laughs) insert applause here (laughs) okay all right 20 year old violet sorengale was supposed to enter the scribe quadrant living a quiet life among books and history. Now, the commanding general, also known as her toughest talon's mother, has ordered Violet to join the hundreds of candidates striving to become the elite of Navarre, 
dragon riders. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of comments here. I'm sorry. But when you're smaller than everyone else and your body is brittle, death is only a heartbeat away because dragons don't bond to fragile humans. <laughs> <laughs> they incinerate them. <laughs> That's <sound> like Squidward. <laughs> uh, with fewer dragons willing to bond than cadets, most would kill Violet to better their own chances of success. The rest would kill her just for being her mother's daughter, like Zayden Riorsen, yep. yep. <laughs> the most powerful and ruthless wing leader in the Riders Quadrant. She'll need every edge her wits can give her just to see the next sunrise. Yet with every day that passes, the war outside grows more deadly, the kingdom's protective wards are failing, and the death toll continues to rise. Even worse, Violet begins to suspect leadership is hiding a terrible secret. Friends, enemies, lovers... Everyone at Basgeath War College has an agenda, because once you enter, there are only two ways out. Graduate or die. Yeah. So happy. <clears throat> Trigger warnings for oh, this no. are ableism, animal death. <laughs> that, oh. is, that is a... That deserves its own page of trigger warnings. Blood, chronic illness, death, death of a loved one, fire, fire injury... Injury slash injury detail, murder, sexual content, explicit, violence, vomit, and war. I think that about covered it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, where do I start? You forgot. Sorrows. 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 Pain. Have you Just not- destruction. <laughs> seen the Queen Charlotte. Sorrows. Sorrows. Prayers. prayers. <laughs> where do I even start? I don't know. Um, I would say this is most definitely my favorite book I've read this month, even though I've only read two. Um. It's up there in the top, like, with me for the year. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um. It kept me on the edge the whole time. From chapter one all the way to the end, I was on edge, stressed out. Um. I love the emphasis with the- I loved the dragons, in this i loved the emphasis on the bonding i i think it's really interesting where like if the rider dies the dragon dies or it's the opposite way or anyways sorry back back that that was my thing with it too was like the magic of it so i also read this book this month so it's also on my reviews Mm -hmm. um if the dragon dies the rider dies but if the rider dies the dragon is like severely affected but can like choose another rider they can choose another rider but they're, i think they're the affected. thing with taron and like if she dies he's he gone will <laughs> die. i think that's that was mostly because he was just because he was so old mm-hmm. so i think and it he's depends, probably like i think i don't yeah. know if it really affects the dragon that much i think it was just like he was so old but i could be wrong but it i mean they the dragon is as bonded as the rider is because there's a character, we won't spoil, there's a character that dies and they're like calling out for their dragon when they're about to be incinerated and the dragon's like trying to get to them and so like, it's just really sad because you're, <sighs> yeah, they bond as much as a human does, I think. Yeah, so and I like one. the idea that they can talk to each other. Yes. That is so funny. <laughs> like a nine melt. 
Ah! And, like, Taryn even, like, uses her to, like, cast an image into people's brains of what she saw. So that's cool. Um, I just think the magic aspect of Fourth Wing is really interesting because, like, the channeling, the signets, that's really cool. I don't think that's anything I've ever, ever read before. So that's really interesting. Well, because that was cool because, like, not only do they have to try to acquire their power, but once they have the power, they need to acquire a signet. Otherwise, they're going to burn out. Like, that was cool. So not only are they working to achieve, like, the magic that the dragon will give them, but they have to develop a signet, too, or the magic will burn them out within a matter of months. I really liked Violet's development. She literally went from this easily breakable person (laughs) like you could snap her like a twig into this strong warrior she's in my top 10 she's in my top 10 female main character main characters that i like um taryn is hilarious which that comes as no he's just an old man he's a grumpy old man grumpy grumpy it's like the tiktok that i saw that you've seen too it shows like all the other dragons in fourth wing and it's like the video of smaug going i am fire i am death and then it cuts to a meme with taryn going i'm too old for this crap (laughs) Mm -hmm. very true well and i just thought the interesting thing was like it kind of had the take that prior the orange tree i think tried to have of like the different dragons but it did it in a way that it made sense (laughs) Yeah. Um. So they had different dragons. Different dragons have different tails. They can do different things. So that was really cool. Um. There's different sizes, depending. There's wyverns too. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're on the opposite side. <laughs> well, and technically, they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Because they're that's what the venom rod. Yep. Um. But I, like just among the dragons was different. And then one thing, did you figure out what I was talking about, like, the way that um, world building is done? Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I really liked that. Because they they give it to you without, like, without you having to, like, her go to a library and read a book and you're being told what she's reading. I also... She, like, is very book smart and the way that she calms down from stressful situations is by reciting things that she knows of like the world Reciting and so you're history. getting the information in a way that like you're still like you're enraptured in the moment because it's an intense moment but you're getting the information mm-hmm. and so it's not being thrown at you like you're yeah. actually able to i saw that it. and i put that in my notes because i was like that is that is a very clever way to give us world building because i was reading that and i was like this is very smart to do I like I like that. I wish people would do that more often. Mm-hmm. That was really it wasn't interesting. Just like information dump. Um, another man has been added to my simp list. Oh my gosh, Zayden. I was him. I clearly have I clearly have a type, and it's very scary. I mean, it's very scary. I'll add him to the club with Azriel and Dorian. That's fine. And the Darkling. <laughs> There you go. I need to start being clear on this. Ben Barnes, not the Darkling. Yes, there we go. Um, Because the Darkling killed a lot of people. (laughs) He's quite toxic. I mean... He leveled a whole village. (laughs) He killed a lot of people. uh, Kind of the worst. 
I, well, I mean, I'm not any, I credit, although I'm not any better, I simp for Aaron and he literally caused mass genocide, so. He assaulted, um, what's her face? What's her name? Jenya? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, there is a character in this book that I never wanted to incinerate more. I wanted to burn the book because I despise this character so much. Jack. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dane. <laughs> oh, well, pretty close, but, I'm... um. We'll get. I'll get to him. He has Gil Hawthorne energy. Uh, he's he's Can't up. Pick me syndrome. He's up there. With, he's up there with Tamlin. <laughs> Have you seen all the things lately about like people are nervous because mm-hmm. it's only book one. Yep. And everyone's afraid it's gonna be a Tamlin situation. I'm like, please don't do this. I can't do this. Well, I can't. And a lot of people were talking about, like, the very beginning of the book where it was, like, this has been translated and transcribed by these people. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm like I saw that when what? I started. I saw that when I started it and was, like, yeah. oh, I was no. like, I was, like, no. <laughs> not good. But, um, um, yeah. I'm yeah. really nervous. Dane like, is up there with Tamlin. I can't stand him. We're getting five books. Because it said that this was only book one of five. But that's what makes me nervous. Like, there's five more books to go. Please don't do this to me, Rebecca. I can't do this. If you turn him into a Tamlin, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I'm like, I'm really glad. But I'm also like, Sarah J. Moss has made me not trust the first. (laughs) Has made me not trust the first. Well, I guess technically our first was Dane. I don't like to count him. (laughs) Technically it was, though. I know. he pulled a Tamlin. That's true. So there's your Tamlin. Let's just go with that. I'm Z- also very, very. But is Zayden our recent? Certain authors have also left a left a bad taste in my mouth that I'm afraid it's gonna be a from Blood and Ash situation. I'm terrified that we're gonna have a. It's gonna be so good, and then it's just gonna progressively get worse. So I'm nervous. Yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also ner- I'm hesitant because you know sometimes with book talk books. They start out great and then slowly get worse as time mm-hmm. goes on. From what an Ash, I'm really interested to see. Yeah, I'm really interested to see. Second book comes out in November, so I can't wait. God, that cliffhanger, man! I won't say no, but man, oh man! I was literally in the living room reading it. I slammed the book, and Mom was like, "What happened?" I said, "I just finished." <laughs> I read it in two days. I couldn't put it down. Like, it was just so good. I was sucked in. I couldn't have put it down, but if it weren't for the fact that uh, I'm still in school, it would have been read in a day, probably. I'll just say, like, it was phenomenal, and I'm very impressed with it. So I'm interested to see how the second book will go. Um, I liked the modern slang. Normally, I don't like modern slang in books, but I feel like for this type of book, it worked. Because, I mean, look at the situation. What do you mean by modern slang? It was very modern, like in terms of how they spoke, and things that were said as throughout the book. It just felt very modern to me. Not very. I'm not like fancy, but like not prior to the orange tree fancy. No, but um. Well, I wouldn't really say modern. It was. I don't think modern's the word, but like no, a little. I see mo- what you're saying. It's they're not running around in like dresses during the day, and they're not having to wear crowns and can't be seen in public with a with pants on. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's not like Regency era or 
but it's almost like Throne of Glass in a way, in terms yeah. of fantasy aesthetic. <laughs> if we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very good. Just nervous for the second book. <laughs> um, no surprise, I gave it five out of five. So <laughs> I gave it fives across the board. I yep. gave it a four on spice. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more like a three and a half, but I, I don't do three. halves. So. I bet a I bet a three point nine. <laughs> I usually leaning I, to I, a four. I don't do um halves. So there weren't as many half, there weren't four. it wasn't a spice scene every other chapter. No, but when there was a spice scene It was spice drama. Still not as bad as haunting <laughs> There was only like what? There were only like a two. few. Two. There yeah, there was only two. And they were beautiful yes <laughs> um yeah so go read fourth wing <laughs> you will not regret it i agree yeah. i i want a baz i want like a baz gift for college sweatshirt now they have them on etsy i know um okay my next and last one is thursday murder club by richard osman so i read this book for book club and just kind of give a quick overview so trigger warnings uh death illness murder suicide dementia child death and drug ring in a peaceful retirement village four unlikely friends meet weekly in the jigsaw room to discuss unsolved crimes Together, they call themselves the Thursday Murder Club. When a local developer is found dead with a mysterious photograph left next to the body, the Thursday Murder Club suddenly finds themselves in the middle of their first live case. As the bodies begin to pile up, can our unorthodox but brilliant gang catch the killer before it's too late? So this book, it very much reminded me, my mom likes to watch a lot of, like, British cop murder mystery shows on acorn tv on amazon prime which i think they also come on like bbc that kind of stuff so it very much reminded me of that it felt like a show that mom would watch um i gave it the book of three um writing a four characters of three plot a four spice was a zero there wasn't any spice um <laughs> i enjoyed it decently you know it was a book club book it was okay i think it was interesting enough that it kept me in it like i listened to it on audible um it's not my usual type of genre it's not something i would usually pick up um but I think they did a good job with it. I really just kept waiting for there to be some major plot twist. And I guess I just wasn't into it enough that when the plot twist came, it, it didn't really, like, hit like it should have. Um, so, yeah. It was it was a good book. It was very good. But I just, I would say, like, I wasn't that invested. I listened to the whole thing, but I wasn't invested. So, it was decent. Um, it was a book club book. So, it's done. I read it. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not my top for the month let's just put it that way okay so my last book was finally i finished it today literally um was 
I read the fourth novel in Heaven Official's Blessing. Thank goodness. I've been reading that for like years. <laughs> it, um, well, it's, okay. Feels like it's been your current read for the past like four or five episodes. It's actually, it's actually two. <laughs> I think it was actually two episodes. Um, it was at least three. I really feel like. No, it was three. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, I'm a smart cookie. I it's can't that accounting count. degree, but it work. Oh, <laughs> uh, um. So I'm gonna read you the summary of the first novel. Well, technically, it's one story, but it's just divided into like novels. I don't know. Anyways, also these names. If I pronounce them wrong, the language is Mandarin. And so if I pronounce them wrong, I'm sorry. I really try, I promise. Um, born the crown prince of a prosperous kingdom, Shilian was renowned for his beauty, strength, and purity. His years of dedicated study and noble deeds allowed him to ascend to godhood. But those who rise may also fall, and fall he does, cast from the heavens and banished to the world below. 800 years after his mortal life, Shilian has ascended to godhood for the third time, angering most of the gods in the process. To repay his debts, he is sent to the mortal realm to hunt down violent ghosts and troublemaking spirits who prey on the living. Along his travels, he meets the fascinating and brilliant Song Long, a young man with whom he feels an instant connection. Yet Song Long is clearly more than he appears. What mysteries lie behind that carefree smile? And there are a lot of them. <laughs> so, trigger warnings for book four. Um, it is heavy depictions of physical and mental torture, emotional abuse, mind break, suicide, attempted suicide, abandonment, and body horror. <laughs> Wonderful. By body horror, I mean somebody gets decapitated. Anyways, um... Yeah, this book is very, while it has a lot of good romantic moments, there is a lot of dark stuff that goes on in this book, especially with um, Shi Ching Xuan and his brother Shi Wudu, um, leaning more emphasis on the first, on Shi Ching Xuan, um, there were a lot of crazy moments, and there is a specific scene that... So, there's artwork in this book of, like, certain scenes, and there was a certain scene that had artwork for it that I really did not need to see <laughs> because it was that horrifying. I said, great, I'm going to dream about this. And I read that at night, so I'm like, great, I'm going to dream about this tonight. Um, I liked it. It wasn't my... F I, would, I think out of all the books that I've read in Heaven Official's Blessing... This one really wasn't my favorite. Um, it was very... It was a little slow. Um, it took us a while to get to the twist. Which I kind of saw coming, but I also didn't really see coming. Um, it just wasn't my favorite. I would say out of the ones that I've read, I would say... Mm, I would probably say book two is still my favorite. Um... And I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about, like, I posted it a while ago that I was on book four, and somebody said, oh, you have no idea what's gonna, <laughs> you're not ready for what's coming. So I'm like, 
great, thanks. Because apparently book five is like very calm and it's like, it's, it's, it's leveled out. And then book six is just very dark. So with the way that it's trans, so with the way that it's translated in the original Chinese translation, there's only five books, five or six. But in the English translation, there's eight. So with what we've gotten, so the theoretical book four in the original translation is apparently what book, is apparently book five and is apparently going to be what book six in the English translation is. So yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> um, I'm not ready. Uh, I gave it a 3.8 out of 5. So, it was fine. Cool. Yep. Okie dokie. Well, <laughs> um, that Be is all we had. Mm -hmm. Um, no game this week. The wrap-ups are always pretty long. Mm -hmm. So, we usually don't do a game. Um... We don't know what we're doing next week. <laughs> we gotta we figure it know. out. We're gonna plan out August right after this. Um, I'm sorry, September. <laughs> September. We're gonna plan out September right after this. I apologize. Um, at some point in the near future, we are going to do a full um, review and discussion of Fourth Wing. Um, we're waiting on Liz is reading it as well and is almost done with it and Emily is in the middle of reading it so we're the plan was to have Liz on depending on where Emily ends up at she may join us um so yeah if you guys have been listening for a while you'll remember Liz from our bookstagram versus book talk um episode and then emily's been on for the past couple of uh sarah j moss episodes <laughs> she's so, been a recurring she's a recurring guest so um yeah she if she gets it done in time she wants to come on as well so possibly gonna be four of us at that point but we've still gotta that'll figure be out a long, gonna do that. that'll, that'll be a long episode if there's four of us yeah we still gotta figure out how we're gonna do that but um Anyways, um, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode and our August wrap-ups. Uh, let us know in the comments what you read in August and if you've read any of the books that we mentioned. And, you know, be sure to rate and subscribe and follow us on our social medias. And we will see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.